I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me as always, the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? It's going pretty good. How about you, Ryan? Pretty good. You know, I was trying to think of uh, of news to cover, and I was like, oh man, it's looking like another light week. I know, you know, I know a lot of companies are saving up their pop culture news for San Diego Comic-Con in July, and it's May. You don't want to, you know, announce it all before then. Uh, but we do have one story uh, tonight. And and actually, um, well, here, let's, uh, let's get into the news, shall we? The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and is spreading rapidly. Now, uh, I do have a I do have a trailer for us to discuss, and I, I I did not prepare Lou for this. We might tease that one out a little bit and and come to back to it in a second. But uh, just launched today, as of this recording, is the uh, mega sale on the Epic Game Store. They had the mega sale going on right now until June fifteenth, and you know they have the uh, the twenty five percent off coupon. And uh, Lou, as you know, there was a recent zombie movie or movie zombie video game. That is exclusive to the Epic Games Store, and I promise this isn't just to uh, upset Lou. I'm I'm getting to a place with this, but uh, Dead Island Two is on on sale uh, using the 25% off coupon. Um, uh, the other zombie, the most recent zombie game, Dying Light Two, is also half price. So if you're a PC gamer and you're looking to pick up some new and or fresh zombie games. You know, you might want to go over to Epic. I I haven't bought a game there in a while, but uh, their sale usually rivals what uh, Steam does, and we usually highlight the Steam sale and some picks. So I'm not I'm not against Epic. I, I'm not a huge fan, but I definitely claim my free game every week. Yes, that's another good point. Now our show is biweekly, so of course um, we will not be able to cover every single uh you know um video game that is free but uh right now again as of this recording uh, this is not timely but um uh, actually yeah this is timely i thought they do a free game every day it's a thursday yeah it's every thursday so now um death stranding is free not a zombie game but uh they usually have some pretty sweet games that they put on i guess it's the holidays it's it's around christmas time where they do a new one every day right Yep, yep. And sometimes they do it in the summer, too, for like 4th of July or something. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it looks like right now Death Stranding is free, and usually during their big sale, they'll do some big free games. So maybe maybe the next one uh, launching in just a week will be something zombie-related, one can hope. But like I said, uh, if you're looking for some zombie games on sale, that might be a good place to check out. Uh, Lou, are there any are there any PC zombie games that you've been you've been looking forward to that i that i hadn't mentioned that you might might be looking at a sale for uh 
is that uh on I forget what it is, but it's like a, a zombie RPG where you're a zombie lord and you uh it I think it's I think it's an early access on Steam right now, so I don't think it's on Epic. Oh yeah, probably not. Um I'm trying to think of that one. It hasn't been greatly reviewed, but I've been hearing that as they've released patches, it's gotten better. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of that one. Oh, yeah, I know the, the one you're talking about. Uninitiated or something like that? Uh, the Unliving, I think. Unliving, yes, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, that one, yeah, that one is Steam Early Access. It was kind of, I think it's like a, I think it's like a, a Pikmin style. Oh, it's a dynamic roguelite action RPG game. And yeah, it launched in Early Access November 2022. Uh, it is currently on Steam. It's 20% off right now. So that one is on sale still. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still not cheap enough for me. It, it's got to be less than nine ninety nine for me to, to to pull the plug on that one. It's pretty close. It's it's sixteen bucks Canadian. That's got to be pretty close to to what you're looking it's at. It's about American. twelve bucks. It's about twelve bucks American. Okay. Give me two more bucks and maybe I'll pull the trigger. Well, there's always the Steam summer sale just around the corner. Uh, well, that all there was, uh, it, it, like I said, if you're looking for some fun games, um, I had, I had noticed that at launch. So there's, there's definitely some zombie games on sale there. Check it out. And, um, yeah, I think it'll be, uh, I th- I'm, I'm actually tempted. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted by Dying Light 2, like, cause it's a game that I've wanted to try and I keep putting it off and I keep bouncing between like, do I want to play it on PC? Do I want to play it on my console? Uh, but I think I can get it for like 30 bucks Canadian plus tax, so, which is a pretty sweet deal considering it's a full price. It's normally full price, but, um, I think it's getting there. Uh, I might have to, might have to check that one out. I heard good things about Dying Light too, so we shall see. I've heard see. good things too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's get into the uh, main news story, which is a new trailer for a, uh, up and coming Walking Dead spinoff. And I know that doesn't narrow it down, but, uh, this might. You want to tell me where the hell we're going? Manhattan. Jesus Christ. That's right. Heading over to Manhattan. Uh, Negan and Maggie. Uh, We got a lot more information from this trailer. I think more than we've gotten uh, leading up to the announcement. Because really the announcement for the series is like, hey, we're making a Negan and Maggie spinoff. And we're like, how's that going to work? And I think the trailer really explains it very well uh you were spot on though lou was i well because you um you it's didn't you say like it was probably rescuing maggie's child like that i think that was what you said yeah 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 and that's what they're doing <laughs> i had heard a rumor that that's what the plot was is that maggie needed negan to help her help her get his her son back was the rumor i had heard so when i saw the trailer i was like yep but I wasn't expecting as much as we saw in the trailer. It looks like Manhattan's a crazy place. And it's kind of everything I want The Walking Dead to do from the trailer. Like, like it, it, it's interesting. It's different. It's exciting. We're going to a new location. Um, I think I don't think Maggie and Negan are going to be buddy-buddy. Um, I definitely think we're going to see them butt heads a little bit. But I think I think they're gonna both be trying to accomplish their the goal same goal. I don't think I don't think Negan is helping her. Not gonna help her. I think he's trying to. I don't think he's gonna be trying to sell her out either. You know what I mean? I think he's gonna try and help her. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, it's it's one of those things where, you know, Negan is helping Maggie. Maggie is asking Negan for a very specific reason, not just because uh, uh, her son is missing, Herschel. Uh, it's because the man who took Herschel knows Negan. Now, Lou, you, I, I asked this in Discord, and I, I think it, it was obviously a busy week for everybody, but I was curious because the guy looks familiar, the actor who supposedly knows Negan. I'm trying to remember, is this a guy from the main series or is this just an actor I recognize? I'm feeling it's the It's, it's an the actor latter. you recognize. Okay. It's a, an, an actor you recognize. Because I recognize the wife, like the 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 bad guy's uh, wife. She's from. Uh, oh well, I recognize her. But if I could remember the series, it's uh, Marty Bird, uh, Netflix, uh, Ozark. She is um, she is one of the uh, the villains in Ozark. So, I mean, I gotta say this, Lou. I, like, I'm on board in terms of you know. I never, I figured. Look, I know it's like an easy thing to be like, oh, this is a guy who knows Negan. And uh, he he crossed Negan or Negan crossed him and, and he's out for revenge. And that's the only reason I'm asking you to help because you know this guy and you can help me because you know him and he knows you. Like, I'm fine with that connection. It, it was needed. I think they needed something more than just you owe me. You're coming with me to save my kid. Like, I think Maggie would yeah. rather work with anybody else, you know? Right, right. So I, I think I th that's I, smart. I, again, I think. I think this is smart. I think this is clever. Um, I think it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, but, you know, they it could be interesting or it could just be more of the same. I don't know what we're going to get, you know. But this definitely made me more optimistic. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I am much more optimistic now. Now, the other thing, I rewatched the trailer before we started recording. Uh, that's where I got that clip. I got some really uh, some a bit of Resident Evil vibes, and I don't know if it's just because of the weird island setup with the traps and the. I think it's I think it's the weird island setup, the traps, um, the fact that there's like a cage where they're like fighting people, making people fight the dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm all on board though. I feel like uh, there was an op there was an there was a trap here where. This could have just been the Walking Dead Prime continued, but I really feel like this is let's take what normally would be a bottle episode of the Walking Dead and spin it out into a miniseries. And the fact that this is six episodes uh, really, really sounds good to me because they can they can tell a complete story. They don't overstay their welcome on Manhattan. They get in, they get out. They meet some new people. Those new people are never to be seen again unless they travel back with with Negan and Maggie. I, I think it's just it's a it's a really good setup. And I I hope that look, I know AMC isn't going to make a bunch of series like this one because there's only so there's only so much return you can get from doing a whole bunch of miniseries because like it goes into the the Marvel thing where like you feel like you have to watch everything to know what's going on. Um, right. But that's kind of the path they're going, right? Like they don't have like a big series on the books. It's all it's all mini series from here on out so far. Again, episodes and we're out. I think that's perfect. Um, I think I have a funny feeling with after the topic we're going to discuss tonight. I have a funny feeling we are about to get a big jump 
Um, I think we're about to get a big jump in everything Walking Dead. I don't think we've seen the end. I think The Walking Dead is over. But I think between the Daryl show, this Dead City, the end of Fear, I think we're going to be seeing these characters again. Yeah. You think there's going to be like a sequel series is what you're thinking or like a like a mashup series, like reunion type thing? Like what? what's your I have a funny feeling we're going to get a little bit of everything. Hmm. OK. And yeah. I, I like I think I think we're going to get another show and characters are going to interact with each other and they may not be regulars, but they're going to be um they may not be regular, but they're going to be um, they, they they're going to be making cameos. I think that that's I think that's a done deal. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle it uh, going forward. I mean, I think that I mean, that's what Star Wars is doing, right? Having a bunch of smaller series that kind of operate all on their own and then having sort of them all come together. I, I think that there's literally one storyline left to wrap up with the walking dead and that's rick and michonne's story the rest is just kind of continuing adventures of these characters so we'll we'll see what they do with that and i and i mean look i know comic-con is two months away but you and i both know they're going to announce at least two new shows there like and that's being (laughs) that's lowballing it i think like you could probably aim a little higher and still be within the realm of possibility like uh, like that's the other thing these shows are coming out they're premiering with six episodes they're done and and amc you and i both know amc needs to keep producing this content because they like walking dead's really all they've got right now you had said in our discord chat they have some Anne rice stuff i think they, it was they they have they have the Anne rice uh license right now and they did um interview with a vampire which i did watch because my wife is a huge fan of the books and it was it was good. Like, I'm not going to tell you it was amazing. It was good. It was entertaining, at least. Um, but we never got into the witch show because everybody I know that li- watched the witch show said, Ugh. so it's it's not a um, it's not a uh, it's not a done deal. Well, while the vampire show did good, the witch show might I don't think did as well. So we'll see. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I feel like they've got to kind of keep going, right? They've got to keep producing and, um, and that's the, that's the problem with not having an active, like, I'm not saying their job is very easy. It's not because without an active series, like both fear the walking dead and the walking dead ending within two years or within a year of themselves, um, between the two, like you, you kind of, if you kind of have to either announce the end of it or keep announcing new stuff. Because I don't think we get a Dead City season two or or uh, a, a season. We definitely don't get a season two of Rick and Michonne like that. That show alone is going to be super expensive just based on this on the star power you've got there. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. And what else do they got? They, they got the Daryl show. But again, like once Daryl returns from Paris, like what are we doing? I could see them doing a Daryl season two just because that character is, is so dang popular. Um, right. But I'm trying to think, is there anything else like it's really if anything, if anything gets another season, it will be the Daryl show. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah, 100 percent. I think the Daryl show is like they could 
they could they we get a trailer for it and probably uh, a season two confirmation because they're not going to kill Daryl off in <laughs> in his own show, uh, let alone at all no. for that matter. So yeah, I I'm cautiously uh, excited about you know Negan and Maggie adventuring in Manhattan. Uh, this will be premiering June 18th on AMC and AMC Plus after the mid-season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. So uh, literally a month from as of this recording. So not a long wait to have. Now, Lou, speaking of not long waits, let's uh, let's jump into our topic. Do you really want to do this? There's nothing you could do to me that's worse than what I'm already living. We'll see about that. All right. Fear the Walking Dead is back, and that voice you heard was Madison and the creepy speaker guy who we will probably not figure out who it is for at least uh, the first season or the first half of the season. But this is the final season of Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, If The Walking Dead went out with a sort of weird, yeah, we're ending it at 11 seasons, uh, this feels even weirder. You know, I felt like they were kind of on this like... And may, I, I think they're ending at the right point because I feel like they were they kind of had a formula, and I think we were getting to the end of, of of that formula of like okay, like you know we solve this problem, someone something else bad shows up, and then that rolls over into the next season, rinse repeat. Characters die, characters come in. You know, it's like any other of these shows, but uh, you know at, where we're at right now. This is season eight, episode one. We're going to be discussing. I know that if you're an AMC Plus subscriber, you've you already have episode two in your in your feed but uh, essentially what we're dealing with here is that morgan madison and the others uh are uh, brought to the island and are living under padre's cynical rule with our characters demoralized and dejected the task of reigniting belief in a better world rests with the person morgan and madison set out to find in the first place morgan's daughter mo which lou brings us to our first big topic time jump question mark and then yes most definitely a seven year time jump again this show has had a lot of time jumps yeah this show has had a lot of time jumps and then this one my if my math serves me well i think this puts this in the same realm as when the regular walking dead ends yeah so the timeline will be current which would make sense with the Rick movies, I wouldn't be surprised if we get cameos from other characters. And that's one of the reasons why they do this. Yeah. So I looked this up and, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But like essentially this does bring it to the current time frame of the Walking Dead universe that is depicted at the end of season 11 uh, leading into these various spinoffs. The creators say, oh, it's just a happy coincidence. But I mean, I think that's TV magic talk for, yeah, we we wanted, we wanted to bring it closer so that like we could, as you say, Lou, shuffle these characters around um, into different into different spinoffs uh, because there are still a lot of characters still still alive and kicking. Um, 
so yeah how do you feel about the time jump uh throughout the episode my my thoughts changed but i think by the end of it i was like okay yeah this is fine uh, i'm fine with this by the time it ended by the time it ended i was fine but is when the ep- when i didn't realize it was a time jump i was like i think that's going to be the baby all grown up as a is a is a kid this is going in a different direction than i expected and then when they told me, I was like, okay, I saw this twist coming and I knew that there was going to be a time jump. I just didn't know it was going to be a seven year time jump. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what it does is I think it allows this season to play out from Mo's perspective. And you get that at the sense at the end of this episode, this, that you get an idea of how the season's going to work and that like Mo is the one that is sort of like shaken from this life that she's living in now a, 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 a padre and she felt like she was missing something and that missing is is her parents but she realizes that everybody or at least you know not madison but madison is still deeply suffering from uh her uh her fire incident from from previous seasons where she's got she's got oxygen she's got to have oxygen tanks but she's also been yep. kept in isolation for seven years which is like that clip you heard at the beginning, uh, well, yeah, I guess Padre did know exactly what he, they could do much worse than than what they were already doing to her. Um, but like Morgan and Alice work for Padre. Like I was at first at the start of the episode when they get off the island, like Mo and Madison, and they're on they're on land, and and then they're like, we gotta find you, Madison. We gotta find your father. You know, we gotta find your father, Morgan. You figure out what happened and why you're back on the island. And then Morgan just shows up and I'm like, okay, guys, that's a little unbelievable. You couldn't have like made it one episode without him showing up. But like, it makes sense. The writing is like, no, he works for Padre. And I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of that plot twist. I, yeah. But but I, I, like it wasn't like, oh, I'm excited about this. I was like, oh, this is what they're doing. Okay. But. Leaving that uh, to the wayside, everything else about the episode was interesting. And I definitely think by the end of the episode, Morgan is sort of in the same... I think Morgan is going to be in the same vein as Madison soon. Yeah. Whereas he's going to be trying to rescue... I think he's going to realize that maybe he made... they Maybe they all made the wrong decision. Yeah, I think... and And even at the end of the episode, when... You know, you feel like Morgan and Alice are going to be like, okay, I think we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna we're gonna go off and and you know live with Mo. But no, they they still turn her in, and and Mo realizes like, oh, like they are fully you know they are fully in, indoctrinated, like in the sense that they feel as though Mo is safest on the island, and and it was right off screen that this happened, but like before the time jump. They get Mo off the island, but they get surrounded by zombies in this like really cool sort of like houseboat set piece that we'll come back to. Yeah. Um, but the idea that Padre saved them and Morgan and this is this is, you know, uh, Morgan's done this before where he's kind of proven wrong in an instance. And he just kind of like oh, he gives up, he gives in and he's like, yep, no, you're right. I failed here. I cannot fail again. Take her, keep her safe, and I'll work for you to make sure that 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 happens. You know, and this isn't the first time he's done that. He still has a ton of doubt from 
the prior season. So I get it. It's not not unbelievable that Morgan isn't going to be the absolute hero of everything. But I think before the episode's out, we're gonna over. We're gonna get the old Morgan back. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of trailers. Uh, well, the, the the couple trailers show them returning to Georgia. That's something we've talked about before. Uh, we get a sense that maybe Morgan returned to his, you know, his old days where he kind of lost, you know, lost himself a little bit where he's scribbling on the walls because Mo had kind of yeah. uncovered some stuff. And I think part of it was like King County, Georgia or something. So, yeah. you, you know, there's talk that we're not going to be around the island for I, I don't think Padre chases them, you know, halfway across the country. I feel like that section of story is separate from what's going on now. Um, right. But like, you don't get the sense that, I mean, maybe, maybe you do, but I don't get the sense that Padre is like all powerful, you know, they, they've got a good bunker, but you know, I get the distinct impression that they're building an army. Yeah. And, and that's the question of for what, right? Like what's there to go after out there. And I think before the season's out, I think, I think we're going to get a lot more twists and turns before the episode's out. But again, it, it was interesting. I liked I liked the whole uh, uh, Madison being locked in a um, in a room and they were keeping her alive. And you know, um, I thought that all of that was very interesting. And it it, 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 it I it, nothing made me go oh, but the, everything made me feel optimistic. I'm curious for next episode to see what happens to the other people that we're waiting to see hear from. Yeah. I, I get like here's the thing I feel like the episode is playing the season start is playing it very safe you know like you have this new big bad and uh you and I kind of went back and forth on this as we were discussing our initial thoughts over discord but I feel like fear is especially guilty of doing um the same formula but with a different a twist you know to that formula but in but in this one it feels very much early on feels very much as this is the formula you've got a big bad group who feels they know the best way to handle the apocalypse and that's to kidnap children and raise them to fight the dead and you don't know why you get the you you know we're not being told why i think we're gonna be in for a big twist yeah we still have not seen the person who's in charge of Padre. Right. Yeah. And I think it I think it's gonna be something like it's somebody Madison doesn't recognize because she's not from regular Walking Dead. But I think when we finally see the person, it's gonna be probably somebody we ran into or somebody that it's gonna be I have a funny feeling it there's gonna be some kind of twist to whoever the behind is behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, and and if you're wondering, again, like the formula of Fear the Walking Dead also is like half the season is bringing all our core cast back together and the other half of the season is splitting up our core cast again or at least waiting until the very end and then splitting them up. I don't think we're going to get any split up. I don't think we're going to get any split up this time because this is the final season. I think I think this is going to be everybody's broken up and they're going to all get reunited again. And they're going to take down the big bad guy. And I think, I think just like in regular Walking Dead, they took over the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see them take over this Padre thing. And I think it's going to hint at, at at a future where 
the world's getting back to normal and these groups are communicating. Maybe. And I think uh, that that's yeah. going to, I think that that's going to, I think it's going to all tie into the Rick movie. You think so? Okay. I think it's going to tie into the Rick show. Yeah, the Rick show. Uh, well, I mean, kind of what I was getting at is like, I think that, you know, in, you're right. In previous seasons, they've taken their t- sweet time to bring everybody back. And you're right. They don't have that time because of the final season. They they should not feel like they can sort of take their time. I think it has to be quick, snappy, tell a great story, cap it off, and wrap up a lot of these characters' stories because they're they're not all going to come back. And and they, you know, so I think what what I was getting at is it really that you know we've seen that at the very beginning of this episode, Morgan gives up everybody on the raft that is floating, which is everybody else but Morgan and Alice and Madison and and Mo, I guess. So he gives them up, which essentially over the seven years, they get, you know, they find the raft early on and they bring everybody under Padre's control. So you, you heard that in the synopsis I gave. So essentially everyone is working for Padre. And I think you're probably right. In the next episode or two, we'll get, we'll get updates on where everybody is and they'll be in close proximity because it is just an island. It's not a huge community. I don't get the sense that their scale is big. And they can't be that far off of, uh, you know, off the shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you, and, and I mean, they definitely set up the idea that Mo is going to be taking on Padre from the inside. Like she's, she's the, she and Madison are the only two, I think there's a rebellion coming. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, I mean, Madison was taken back to the island, but so was Morgan. Because Morgan was like, oh, I'll keep working for you. And Padre's like, no, she she called you dad. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if we have a redemption arc with Morgan this season and Morgan dies in the end. Mm, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I don't want Morgan I to die. I hope not, but I... I I hope not, but I wouldn't be surprised if we have like a redemption arc where he ends up changing sides, helping the the kids start the rebellion, finish the rebellion, and then he dies at the end to save her. I have a funny feeling. Well, that's that's a good prediction. I I think my my prediction is, and, and this is mostly based on the trailers as well, is that they wrap up Padre, and there was a there was also like a little interview at the end of the first episode uh, on AMC Plus where they. They talk about how they're going to be revealing a lot about Padre in the first five episodes, including who that mysterious voice is. Like, we're going to unwrap all of that in the next five episodes. And I'm like, okay, like that's a third or a little bit more of this season. So there's a lot more to go. In the trailer, we see them returning to King County. And I mean, like, let's face it, ever since Morgan left Georgia or left, not Georgia, but where he left the common Alexandria, which is not Georgia. Uh, I'm again Canadian talking about American <laughs> geography. Not so not so great. But essentially, like when Morgan last left the 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 settled community of Alexandria, he's been in nothing but trouble. So I wonder yeah. at the end of Padre, it's just like you know what? Let's go home. <laughs> Let's go back. I I I wouldn't be surprised if there's something similar to that, and then they can tie him into the Morgan into the Rick show but again i still think i think we're in for a a rough season i think a lot of people are gonna die i have a funny feeling i mean it it, like do you think that the logic there is just because this is the final season or because they didn't do that in the walking dead no no but also 
Fear has not killed off a lot of characters over the years. You know, mm-hmm. we get like one, maybe two deaths, unlike regular Walking Dead, where they kill somebody off every like three or four episodes. Um, and I think we're going to see a lot of death in this season. I don't think Madison's going to make it. I don't think she's going to make it. Or if she does make it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a cameo from Alicia. Yeah, because they they talk as if Alicia's dead, but like she kind of just walked in the opposite direction of the raft, right? Like she was sick, but you know they could bring her just as easily as bringing back Madison. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I. Who knows? She may show up at the end and and rescue everybody or something. You never know. The, 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 I never know where these writers are going to go anymore. So yeah. But again, I, I'm going to stand with. I think there's going to be a rebellion in Padre. Moe's going to lead it. And I think uh, Morgan is going to die to save her in the end. That's where I'm going with this show. Yeah. And uh, we get the strand drop as in like, uh, oh, Victor Strand. He hasn't been seen. They didn't find him on the raft. So we don't know where he is. He's a he's a producer on this season of the show. So I'm pretty sure we're going to see him at some point. Oh, yeah. He's not far. He uh, he's been behind the camera a lot uh, uh, with the show. So like he's not far, even if he isn't on screen so i i don't envision he's gone forever like i think he didn't redeem himself completely but like he was forgiven i guess i think before this season is over i think he's going to redeem himself fully yeah i think we're gonna i think we're gonna get a strand that's like when like morgan's redemption arc okay i'd like to see that he deserves to not be written as a as an evil person who knows i could be wrong i could be who knows i could be wrong it could be totally strand that dies to save save morgan and the kid yeah true in the end yeah i don't know i i'm really excited to see where this one goes because like i'm look i'll admit i'm not very interested in padre i i think that uh the whole idea of of what's going on there is like it's not super interesting but I have an investment in the characters um, outside of Padre. And obviously I want to see them taken down so that these kids can get back to their, to their lives. Um, I hope they don't sort of return to past mistakes with beyond world beyond or whatever, like by introducing a bunch of kids, but the actress playing Mo, she was fantastic. I had no issues uh, with her. She was great. So like, more like if she's going to be leading this season uh from the inside like i'm i'm totally cool with that because i think she was awesome agreed um i I think they cast picked the perfect actress for this she fit the role um i was sold by all of her acting she didn't she didn't seem to be like amateur hour so i'm 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 all i'm i'm excited to see where the rest of the season goes yeah me too and um yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have coverage of uh, Fear the Walking Dead uh, once its mid-season finale airs uh, in uh, mid to late June. June 18th will be when that airs. So uh, our episode after that will probably be both fear, uh, probably fear related and maybe Dead City related, depending on how much uh, how much is going on around there. But we'll definitely talk about both. And you know what? If fear gets really good maybe we'll put it back on the books before the season ends who knows we'll keep an eye on it maybe i don't know uh are you watching week to week i'm not watching week to week but i'll 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 check back in probably when it's halfway point i will let you know how it's going 
I will uh, keep okay. you posted. And then if you need to jump in earlier, I will let you know. But uh, I mean, it's a safe bet that we'll probably wait till the midseason finale to discuss. We like to discuss like, you know, get us back up to speed with the season premiere. Then talk about the midseason in its sort of generals, you know. So yeah. anyways, that's that's how we uh, that's how we roll now these days, because there's so much other fun stuff to cover if we just covered the walking dead all year round i know everybody would listen and love it but like there's so much other zombie content out there including movies and we like talking about movies and we are going to stray just a bit away from the core zombie genre and talk about mayhem next episode which is uh i would probably put under the rage virus category right like that's the idea behind mayhem yeah, it's like a rage virus. Um, I'm very curious as to what your take is going to be. Sure. Because it is about chaos in the workplace. <laughs> Who doesn't love chaos in the workplace? Uh, yeah. And it'll be a lovely return to see Stephen Hewn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about uh, we were talking about Stephen Hewn uh, last episode because I had watched Nope. Uh, we included a yep. bit of that in the post show. Um yeah, like we don't have anything on the books after Mayhem, but I will uh, tease here. We had a I, I can't remember if we mentioned it on the show, but I think it was uh, it was Angela that mentioned um, a listener of ours had mentioned Freaks of Nature on Netflix. And uh, I, again, I cannot recall it, if we it talked might about only it on the show. be in Netflix. It might only be on Netflix Canada, but if I have to, I can find I'll find a copy. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't it, remember. But we were talking you and I were talking about it. Um because uh, the whole on, cast is people we were like what are they why have we never heard of this before yeah so so listen to this cast you've got you've got uh Mackenzie davis you got dennis leary you got uh vanessa hudgens bob odenkirk keegan michael key joan cusack uh Patton oswald uh i'm just i'm just naming names that that look familiar you got you got uh david castaneda who again i don't recognize the name but um He's uh he's the dude from uh Umbrella Academy. So there you go. Yep. Lots of yep. I, again, this totally was under my radar, but um yeah. If you have a if you have a zombie film that you think we just haven't heard of, like you got Lou. You, you get me, like that's fine. That happens. But Lou? Lou's never heard of this? Come on. I think it's the fact that it came out in 2015, so it's not that old. And I think that it probably went under the radar. Um, this also sounds like it was very indie. So uh, again, uh, I, I'm all for covering this. Maybe that'll be our episode after Mayhem. Yeah, I think so. I I am voting to put it on on the docket because it would be perfect timing. We would have uh, Mayhem, then uh, Freaks of Nature, then right after that, at the end of June, we would be able to cover both Fear and Dead City. So like, because yeah, just just in terms of how the timing would work, Fear and Dead City wouldn't have finished and or aired. So I think, yeah, I think this will be it. So like Freaks of Nature, in the town of Dilford, humans, vampires, and zombies were all living in peace until the alien apocalypse arrived. Now three teenagers, one human, one vampire, one zombie, have to team up to figure out how to get rid of the visitors. Does that not sound like the most fun premise? That sounds right up our alley. Oh, man. Look, if I didn't, if we hadn't been teasing Mayhem for a month, I might even... (laughs) I might even yeah no 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 we're not changing now we got to watch mayhem yeah oh man it it just 
it looks good. Anyways, I gotta stop looking at it because because I'll be like, we'll all, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna make the whole episode about a movie we haven't watched yet. Yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. But anyways, that's what you can look forward to: two movies, two AMC Walking Dead uh, 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 spinoffs, and then uh, probably just in time for San Diego Comic Con news. So a good couple months of Zamp content coming your way. So look forward to that. Now, Lou, if you want to join in the conversation in between our episodes, you can go to our Discord at bit.ly slash Zamp Discord. I also want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. I don't know if you've gone to that page lately, uh, but Patreon has actually removed the goals feature. Um, so uh, sorry, folks, if we if we well, I guess we've always done this, but uh, it, we had a goal that if we hit a thousand dollars a month, we would stop telling bad zombie jokes. So I think we just pretended that we hit that goal because we haven't been doing them for yeah, a while. Yeah, because it kind of faded away. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, goals are no longer a thing there, but uh, you can still support us at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. And Lou and I had talked about revamping that Patreon um, with rewards and perks and tiers that are more uh, relevant to the way the show works these days because we launched that Patreon quite a while ago so eight nine years ago so. yeah it's do a refresh so you know um again it's been on our list of to do's for a while uh but uh you can still go and support us now patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast and any uh support you offer there will carry forward to whatever we do in the future nothing will change in terms of where to go and uh how to support us there so never too late to uh head on over to patreon you can also visit us on the web at zombiesatemypodcast.com for show notes and all of our previous episodes because I know you you folks like to go back to episode one and I know the feed is capped at 300 episodes because we've done a couple specials and intermissions that aren't numbered episodes. So uh, uh, you want to go back to episode one, you can go to the website. That's the best spot to find it. You can also send us an email and we may read it on the show, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and don't forget to follow the show at Zombies Podcast. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the podcast artwork. Find more of his great work at joelduggan.com. Lou, this has been Zombies Ate My Podcast, and as always, we close the show with some fine zombie knowledge from the Busy Zombie Lord himself. Take it away, Lou. Just so you know, uh, Resident uh, Evil Dead Rise is. Now on streaming, I see a purchase in my future. Another movie? Are we going to spend the next 10 mm-hmm. minutes talking about another movie we're not going to talk about for a month and no. a half? No, 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 no. We're oh. done. I'm just teasing. I'm just okay. teasing. I did see that was out, and I thought I will probably wait for Lou to watch it before I watch it. But I hear good things. Yeah, I'll let you know. How, I'll let you know how scary it is. Yeah, <laughs> the, no. Truthfully, like everyone at home might think he's poking fun, but that is the exact reason why. <laughs> yeah, it's the exact reason why. Yeah, I want to know how scary it is, Lou, because I want to be able to sleep at night. So there we I'll go. I'll let you know. Uh, and I thought you might have been teasing another thing because there's another movie that's actually coming out this summer. It's that Resident Evil animated film that I totally want to watch yeah i want to see that too but we'll we're gonna we got a lot to cover we got a lot to cover we always do and this is the thing we, you know not a lot of news but a lot of great content so definitely look forward to that uh very soon can't wait see you in a couple weeks 